Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today's... uh... December 11th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready and PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call for the past 11 years. If you can please try to fill out the Google Sheet out. Those people who fill the Google Sheet out will get the preference in uh, in their call. Varun, Varun. So they can hear me? So they can hear me? Neeraj? Hello. One Hello. second, okay? One second. Yes, go ahead, sir. Uh, sir, uh, my name is Varun. Uh, uh, actually, on Friday, I got... Uh, uh, my visa got revoked email from Hyderabad consulate. Uh-huh. Uh, so they, they didn't, I just mentioned the message which I got in the sheet under Varun name. This visa is no uh-huh. longer considered valid. So what is the option I have, sir? Now? Uh, did you got DUI or any arrest? Uh, no, no, no arrest, nothing. Why did they revoke it then? They didn't mention, no, sir. They didn't mention anything. Uh, if you see, I, what the message I got was, the visa is no longer considered valid to travel to the United States. Following the interview at the U.S. Consulate General in Hyderabad and the subsequent issuance of the visa, additional information became available that indicates you may no longer be eligible for the visa issued. If you desire to travel to the U.S., you must... Okay, so I got the point. I know what the thing is, but there must be underlying reason why it got denied. Uh, that was not shared with me, sir. Might be my employer might have got, but he might not uh, yeah. told me. So if it's not, if it's not, you have to consult a lawyer because we don't know the reason. If you know the reason, it's easy to navigate. If we don't know the reason, it's very hard to navigate. So we need to then explore what are all the possibilities that may happen with you. Okay. Okay. But you must but consult a lawyer for, immediately. Yeah, it's coming for almost all the people who, who are there in the IDX uh, company. Which company is it? It's IDXL. Is that the one that filed the multiple H1Bs? Multiple uh, H1Bs I, in the lottery? Uh, I, I we, need to we, need to, okay. we need to investigate that matter, okay? But okay. I will make a note. What is it? IDXE? EXCEL. Uh, one more time. What is it? EX? CEL. Excel. Excel. Okay. ID Excel. And ID Excel. Okay. You did not tell ID though. So, okay. okay. So, I, I so all the employees of this company is getting these calls right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, who attended some person attended from Malaysia. He got the email. Some uh-huh. person attended from Delhi. He got the email. Hyderabad. He got the email. Okay. You guys need to consult a lawyer as a group together, that's better though, to identify the what's going wrong, okay? 
So she can travel to US, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank okay. you very much. Thank you. Next person, please. Anupam? Yeah, hi. This is Anupam. Actually, I have one question. I, I was working at Lyle and uh, uh, I got laid off in on November 17th. Uh, and I'm mm-hmm. on O1 visa. Uh, so the company gave me a transition period for three months. I'm on the payroll of the company. but i don't go to work uh-huh. and then they the lawyer said that my grace period of o1 will start on after february 17 2024 uh, uh-huh. and my husband here is on h1 visa uh, with i140 approved so i can go on h4 ead so i was just talking to my husband lawyer about uh, possibility if i don't get a job in this period of time what is the possibility so they mentioned that uh, this transition period is not legal to be on o1 visa and that really shook me because i i i'm just i was just hoping that i have time until september uh, 7 uh, february 17 because i'm on grace period for 3 months so is it legal to be on grace period without working or is it something illegal it's a, it's a little bit gray area how people are implementing it but mm-hmm. i am of the belief of what your company lawyer has told you so i agree with what your company lawyer has told you the other thing at the same time on anupam is that i want you to file the h4 plus ed right now uh, the reason is you... that mm-hmm. the reason is that you have an mm-hmm. h4 ed you don't know when you are going to get a job you don't waste your time just file for the h4 ed immediately and if you get a job before mm-hmm. april of 2024 you can still file a over and transfer you can do that but in the meantime i will file for h4 plus ed right now So the moment I'll file H4 plus EAD, won't I lose my O1 status? No, you don't. Oh, okay. So when will I lose okay. my O1 status? Just one question. When the like, H4 is a when when the H4 is approved, or sixty days from February. Sixty days from the February. Uh, I didn't get Remember this. Remember Feb- February. Uh-huh. you know when the h4 is approved you lose the o1 status i don't have to explain it is right yes yeah that i understand yeah okay but I, your your last paycheck will be in february is right yes february 17th yes 60 days from that also you become you are not on o1 status oh yeah okay thank uh, you next person can you give the admin rights um, shruti yes. next person please rishi raj rishi hi uh, thanks thanks for muting Uh, hi Rahul. So yeah, so I am on actually even uh, EB one C here. Uh, uh, I was I was I came to US on L one A and my EB one C was filed and uh, my one forty is approved already. It's been more than one eighty days and uh-huh. my one eighty five was also filed concurrently. But unfortunately, I got laid off uh, from my job and now. Uh, i all of a sudden i've got an rfe uh, with regards to you know giving the employment proof mm-hmm. uh, i am not employed right now 
And uh, so one of the offers that I'm getting, uh, so I've not been able to get any offer. And one of the offers that I'm mm -hmm. getting is from a startup. Uh, but they are mm -hmm. saying they are not having enough because they are not funded yet. Uh, so they do not have enough money to kind of pay me. And even if they can pay me, they they are just going to do something negligible. So they are giving me a more like a CTO role in the startup. But uh, the, for two to three months, they will not be paying me up. And my RFE is asking oh. for last three pay stubs and plus uh, okay. employment later, an employment letter uh, certifying that I'm employed. So, and apart from the yes, W2 so, and, and everything I have, which we are asking for. So my question uh, actually, you that, sorry. You, you will be, you will be in danger of getting the green card though. The reason is that if you don't have a paycheck from a particular, any company though, the USCIS mm -hmm. may consider that you don't have a job offer, permanent job offer, and they may mm -hmm. deny your 485 application completely. Okay. Uh, so uh, even if I get a job offer now, because I'm getting that job offer from a startup, uh, they're just saying they can only but pay, pay, pay me. No, that to... doesn't look like to, that doesn't mm -hmm. look like a job offer. It looks like some voluntary kind of services that they are willing to take from you. A job offer means they must offer a salary though. Oh, we will pay when we want to, when we don't want to. That's not a job offer. I see, but it's an established company, right? They are a startup and they already have everything you said, going. You said it's a startup and it's established. Which one should yeah. I take your word as? I mean, they are not, just that they have not got angel funding and that's what they're trying to do, but they have some business model. But what they're saying is that sir, you can join. Sir, yeah. hey, hey, Rishi, you said it's yes, an sorry. established company or is it a startup? Oh. Which one I should take? No, it's a startup. I got it. So from that perspective, it's a startup. It's just that they have right. legal business. Yeah. Right. So you definitely need to contact an immigration lawyer. I would prefer some other company over this company, though, if you can get it. If not, you know, you have to fight with what you have. Is that right? Then you can go with this company, but it's going to be very weak going with this company. Got it. Got it, sir. And can I take a consultation job? Because I'm also getting consultation offers. So is that Absolutely. that considered? Take, take it. That's better. Uh, and if I don't get three payslips, would that be fine? Because now that I'm too close to it. You will have to, we will have to discuss that on a private consultation. Okay, sure. You have to discuss sure. with the lawyer, okay? There will be risks if you don't have it. You have to try to minimize and how to make an argument. You will have to discuss with the lawyer. Next person, please. Hi. Um, so my question is that I'm with my company right now. And they filed my EB2 concurrently, I-140, 485, about three weeks ago, I-140 is approved. Um, nice. And I have a new job offer from another company and I plan to switch to it in one month. So when I switch, my I-485 will not have been pending for 180 days. Um, and I talked Just, to the lawyer. I would, not, I would not risk that at all. Wait until 180 days passes through. So... Uh, what are the risks involved? Because a new lawyer told me that uh, I can join their company once 180 days are up, they will file the supplementary. But they were not able to give me an answer on what happens if I get my green card before 180 days are up. Green card before 180 days, you can do whatever you want to. So if I join in January, I get my green card before 180 days is up, I'm good. But how do you know you're going to get the green card before January? So if I don't I'm get sure it, you are. Uh, I'm not sure. 
But so so there are two scenarios, right? I get it before one eighty days, I'm good. If I don't get it in one eighty days, the new employer files supplement you, and then I'm good again, right? Right. But wait until one hundred and eighty days before you join a new employer. Don't make the move right now. You don't have a green card right now. Once you get the green card, you can you're fine. But you don't. But what are the risks right now? That's what I'm asking. Risk of joining the company before one hundred and eighty days or after. Uh, before one eighty days. Absolutely not a good idea for you to do it. If I'm your lawyer, I will not allow you to do it. Yes, but could you tell me the risk involved? I'm sorry. Could you tell me what the risk is? Well, you won't get the green card. But they, my my first company is not going to withdraw the application. It doesn't matter, sir. I do not want you to risk. If you are considering hiring me, though, you have mm -hmm. to stick with that company one hundred and eighty days. Otherwise, you go choose your own lawyer that will dance and sing the way you want to do it. Okay, but I am not that kind All of right. lawyer. Next person, please. All right. Vulkan. Um, hi, I have also a question about the AC21 portability. Company A filed... All three people. Company <laughs> A filed concurrently EB3, scheduled A occupation. Okay, sounds good. Priority date is generated. I-140 was approved more than six months ago. EAD combo call is in hand. When did you file the 485? Um, concurrently, so that was also before January, January, January of, 2023. January of 2023, it so it's more than 180, it's 180 yes. days. Company B offered a much better job offer, similar field. Uh, I search filing supplement J. Okay, so it's more than 180 days. Since the time you filed a 485 application, you have your I-140 approved. If you get a job offer from company B, you don't have to technically file a 485J supplement. Uh, is it risky if I have the actual employment verification letter from company uh, B uh, that says this person you know, has full-time permanent job, but they don't want to sign that particular form when I need it. Should I be upfront at the beginning and ask specifically for Supplement J or is it okay you to should. start working there? Listen and... to me. Listen, listen. Technically, it's not required that you have to submit a Supplement J form right now. However, okay. remember the other guys, they're getting RFEs. Mm -hmm. If you get an RFE or if you get an interview, we need the 485J supplement from your company. So if your company is not willing to give you the 485J supplement, I want to be upfront with them to get the 485J supplement because tomorrow if there's an RFE or interview, they don't submit the 485J supplement, your 485 will be denied. So before signing the uh, offer letter, make sure they will give you the supplement, Jay. That's, your That's right. They are, willing, they are willing to give you the 485J supplement, yeah. Okay, thank you. Next person. Are you a physical therapist or a nurse? Nurse. Hello? Nurse. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Next person, please. Murali Krishna. Yeah, hi. Hi, sir. Thanks for giving me this opportunity, but I am not sure whether this is the right form or not. But I just want to clarify, like, uh, if my kid studies here bachelor's, will she be eligible for any uh, civil exams in India? Uh, that part, I really don't have an answer. 
ஒரே <laughs> uh okay fine and and is it possible to get the uh, i140 through lawyer right yeah. i mean that's a better okay. option you, you can go with steven uh, steven brown in our office okay okay fine sure i'll do it thank, thank you, you sir next person next person please srinivas ah uh, hi uh, good afternoon i have just two uh, uh, very simple related questions one is uh, i'm on a 140 and uh, my 60 days grace period is coming to an end and i have applied for an h1 uh, visa transfer so mm-hmm. would it be possible to also apply for another visa transfer with another vendor or is there any limit for applying for these visa transfers when is your 60 day ending uh tomorrow would you be filing another transfer with company b after tomorrow so they may they may ask for an approval of company b which one the approval though because remember you are crossing the 60 days uh-huh if you would have filed with company c within 60 days not a problem if you're going to mm-hmm. file with company c after 60 days they may want to see company b's i1 uh, h1b approval okay okay i got it i, I understood the logic okay uh, as another second uh, very related question is uh and this is where i'm getting confused because everyone gives a different advice from what day should a salary be paid and payroll taxes be deducted when you are uh, your visa is filed and you know either you get a receipt number or you get a visa in hand what is the uh, technically uh, you're supposed to jo- join the company within 60 days from the time you left the previous job okay okay so if it's beyond 60 days you'll be risking yourself okay so technically you need to be paid immediately after uh, your 60 days is within over within 60 days within 60 days not over it's within 60 days okay okay thank you yeah these are uh, i understood the log thank you next person please dash hey uh, sir uh, good evening thanks for the opportunity sir uh, i have a question like my wife she is on h4 ead and uh, okay. she started working for her own llc so an okay. it so uh, does she eligible to take a medical insurance through llc on h4 ead yeah she can and i even i can enroll with her or she can enroll me for that as a family yeah why not oh it's not a problem because i am on h1 right yeah so it doesn't affect uh, me right i can i can take a insurance policy through her right mm mm-hmm. 
Okay, the next and person, please. One more question, sir. One small one. One more, please. Hello, me. So she can. She is on LLC IT IT firm. She started on. She is working on independent contractor. And does she eligible to invest on like any real estate through LLC? She is an H four EAD. She can do what she wants to, sir. There is no restriction. She can't do marijuana. Are you there, Shruti? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, I can hear, sir. Yes, sir. She can do anything she wants to, sir. She is an H four EAD. No, I she mean like same LLC, same LLC, IT LLC. She can invest. She okay. Can do it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Hello, sir. Hi, uh, thank you. Just now I had asked one question and I forgot to mention one thing. Uh, actually, my EB one A is approved, uh, and uh, so I was just wondering whether uh, filing new O one or H four EAD would be a problem for me. Definitely not. H four EAD is not a problem for you. Uh, but O one would be a problem if I get a new employer and he's ready to file new O one for me. It we haven't we haven't seen that as a problem, ma'am. They normally allow people to file the O one, but if you can mm -hmm. file H four EAD as soon as possible, you, that will be in your best interest. Okay, thank you. Okay, Rahul, there are no more hands raised. No, um, if there, there are there are many people in the Zoom call, but uh, we don't see them raising the hand. If anybody has, please raise your hand. We'll give you a turn to ask question. Okay, Karthik, Swati, yeah, all Karthik. Yeah, I'm here. Just now I'm uh, muted. Uh, I have a question. Um, suppose like we were speaking about the 60 days after like uh, uh, we have been laid out from the company, right? Is it um, so my pay stub uh, say like for the previous month gets generated by 15th of this month? Okay. So is it like uh, from the pay stub date or it's from the date? Suppose say like I'm getting discontinued by November end, my pay stub gets generated by December 15th. Should I calculate the 60 November days end. from December? November oh. end. November end. November. Hello, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, question is, this is for friend, and if that per, if he's on H-1B cap exempt, and then he's also getting uh, as a has an application of green card through his mom, because her, his mom has a green card, and if he were mm -hmm. to go for visa appointment in India, would that be a problem? What visa appointment? H-1B? H-1B, yes. Not a problem at all. People with H-1Bs can have an immigrant intent. It's not a bar. So he can still go for H-1B even though his mom has filed for the green card application. Oh, okay. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much. N next person, please. Uh, hi, Rahul, sir. Uh, I actually did post the question. Probably I'll repeat it again. Uh, my wife is mm -hmm. currently with employer B and her H1 is already approved for three years. And the employer A is, uh, has revoked his, the, I mean, the petition. Um, so is that something that we need to be concerned or to be contacted them? Because they said uh, no action from our side. Uh, they just revoked so their... Yeah. So she was working with company A. She moved to company B. Is that right? right? And now company A has revoked the H-1B. Yeah, correct. They are legally supposed to revoke the H-1B. Otherwise, they are violating the law. Perfect. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's all. Uh, so currently, she also has her uh, GCEAD also, which she received last week. Her current H-1 also is approved for three years. Probably they followed that process, as you mentioned. So nothing, no action from our side. Okay. Thank yeah, you, sir. That's good. Thank you, sir. Padma? 
ഇന്ത്യയിലാണെങ്കിൽ I'm not if you if you don't want to come at all I'm the wrong person is right it's like this the doctors are only there to save the life they are not there to kill the people they are not trained in it uh, and I'm not trained okay. in kill in the same fashion I'm not trained in killing you yeah yeah understood understood thank okay. you so I would recommend you abstain those things I recommend that you come into united states within 6 months I recommend that you obtain your file something called reentry permit and then you can make a decision after 2 years whether you still stand on that decision you can stay take a decision at the time but so, if you take but, a my, wrong decision right now and then later okay. on you want to cry and that becomes a big problem for you uh, so one question rahul if uh, i stay more than 6 months will it automatically revoke the green card or uh, it does not but it will unnecessarily uh, trigger the things okay that okay. may revoke the green card okay Okay. okay so before 6 month if i can travel and uh, take you a should come to permit States. that yeah that, that will be in that way that you will have 2 years yeah and if after 2 okay. years and you still decide to no you don't want to come to united states then that's a very good decision at that time okay okay, okay. thank you thank you rahul thank you so much next and last person for today risha you rahul now can you hear me Yes, go ahead. Okay, so uh, I was recently laid off, and I'm in sixty uh, days grace period, uh, and my I one forty is not completed, like even the bomb. So, and I my oh. six years end. Uh, yeah, my my six year ends uh, Jan twenty twenty five, including the recapture really? time. So I'm looking, uh-huh. you know, basically want to know like what could be the options, assuming that I have H four. Do you have H four option? not right now my wife is like it on f1 so no you should consider f2 option you should consider b2 option these are the options you can mm-hmm. consider moving into and once you get your i140 approved whenever you get your i140 approved then you move back to h1b right but but given the timelines you know, i mean the perm and pwd everything it's it's taken more than a year for sure and i have uh, what other options you are thinking sorry i i didn't get it i gave you b2 and f2 options what are the other options you are thinking oh i mean can i mean i don't know if it's possible can we stay outside the us and for some time and work for another and then come back okay. you can all right you can do that too all right and then you sorry but one last option uh, the eb2 niw right uh, i know mm-hmm. it's a it's it's a tough one but Uh, is it possible like for so someone who has advanced degree and works in a semiconductor industry right not just because you work in a semiconductor industry but there should be some other things that are in the national interest though 
Have Allah. you done any patents? Have you done? Have you? Are you working in such endeavor field that is in the national interest of United States? Okay, so I mean, yeah, that I don't have any patents. I do have a few papers, but uh, yeah, okay. you can you can evaluate yourself. You can probably discuss that option with an immigration lawyer. Um, the best lawyer in our office would be Rebecca Chen for this. Okay, okay. sure. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Then. And then she will evaluate. She will tell you if you go to India, how to come back and all those things. You should. Semiconductor industry is a very hot industry. That is making a lot of revolutionary changes in the world right now, not just in United States. Yeah. And right. also, this I may bring in some energy revolution in the world. Uh, so, probably you should consider national interest waiver to see if you can get an I-140 approval faster. Okay? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, 11.30. Thank you guys for coming in. And for those people who wants to make appointment, my link is already provided. My colleague is going to give a link to you guys. And my Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.